When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Day 40 on your Thursday morning, we put this time aside for the guy that uh, is the best of all time. It's simple. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC Radio or his own site, which does incredibly well. Millions go there, BillOReilly.com. He's got great interviews and great columns, great TV show. Of course, you know about the Killing Series, the Legends, the latest one is uh, coming out on Danielle's birthday, September the 27th. He had that great tour last year with President Trump. And he's here, of course, every Thursday getting us huge ratings. Here he is, my friend, the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Hey, thanks for that plug. Uh, We had a big surge last night on BillOReilly.com, buying Killing the Legends, pre-ordering it. It'll be out next Tuesday, and uh, I might sneak in Tuesday to to bother you on this book uh, on day of launch. Oh, you have to do that. You have to do that, yes. Please do that. uh, What better strategy than talk to Sid Rosenberg? (laughs) And you read the book. Is that correct? I read the book. I love the book. I think it's great. And I I think after I read the book, because I remember thinking to myself, are these the right three people? I got the idea. I knew what you wanted to do. Are these the right three people? And I have to tell you, Boy, did you nail it. Those are the right three people. Well, we'll talk about it next week because we had a lot to talk about today on the political front. Um, but this is a serious book of history. And that's what people – is not some uh, Hollywood reporter book. Uh, this is how these three men, Elvis Presley, John Lennon, and Muhammad Ali, influenced every single American up to today how we live today and how we look at the culture today. But anyway, I've been listening to your program. There's lots of stuff going on. What do you want to know? Well, I guess we can. First of all, I'm still basking in the glory of hanging out with you at the Met game last week in Steve Cohen's suite with the likes of guys like John Ledecky and Ralph Macchio. So thank you again. That was a thrill, and you're just the best to hang out with. But uh, on the serious front, let's start with this ridiculous, embarrassing sham of a civil lawsuit. I've been saying all morning long, Bill, Letitia James should be disbarred today. That's not me being overdramatic. I really believe that. What she's doing to Donald Trump, embarrassing. But it's shrewd. And here's why. And, and this is, again, why when you watch the media, you'll never get any of this. So Hochul's having trouble. Lee Zeldin is gaining. And next week, I think there might be some new data on that. So if you look at uh, the political commercials on television, it's all now Lee Zeldin and Donald Trump uh, go to camp together. They're big buddies, uh, everything Trump, Zeldin, Trump, Zeldin. So Letitia James and, and Kathy Hochul are uh, soul sisters, okay? And so James says, well, we'll drop it now, five weeks before the vote, and this will reignite the hatred of Donald Trump and people will put aside the other um, issues that matter, violence and taxes, and they'll say, oh, no, we can't vote for anybody who actually is friends with Donald Trump. That's what this is all about. Right. So it has nothing to do with real estate. And, and here's the uh, clincher on that statement. Donald Trump's organization paid back every penny 
to all the banks who lent it money. So what's the beef? Right. I mean, the banks uh, voluntarily lent him the money. Like you said, there's no mortgages. It's all paid back. So if the banks aren't bitching, why is Letitia James? Excellent point. Because if the banks were bitching, as you say, they would have attached themselves to the lawsuit. They didn't. Now, I got all these texts from my liberal friends yesterday going, oh, this is a great, you know, because they want uh, a noose around Trump's neck. And I said, well, why didn't she, if it's so heinous, why didn't she charge him criminally? Right. Oh, she couldn't. Well, that's not true. That's an absolute lie. If an attorney general is investigating you, any, any New Yorker or any state, and they come across evidence of bank fraud, bank fraud is a felony. They have to. Well, right. You did, but, but, you, but you just answered their own question. They were right. They, she couldn't because there is no crime. Well, she knew that she couldn't prove that, and she looked stupid, and she knew that the civil litigation is a lot easier because the preponderance of evidence, uh, it's not evidence with, uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. I don't want to get too pinheady here, but this is a big con. Now, what was likely to happen is there will be a settlement, okay? This is not going to court. But the only reason that we're paying attention to it is to knock Lee Zeldin down. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, Trump, too. You're right. But Lee Zeldin, that's a great, 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 great point. How sleazy and low Bill Barr even brought this up. Do you think it was Letitia James to include the kids? I know the kids work there. I get it, Donald, Derek, the whole thing. But how sleazy was that, if at all? Well, again, it's part of the demonization of uh, the Democratic Party in New York State. They know that most people living here do not like the Trump family, so why not throw it in? (laughs) But here's what people don't know. When Trump filed for the loan applications to the banks, and again, this is pinheady, but I, I think it needs to be reported, his organization put a disclaimer on the filing that said, look, these are our estimates of what this property is worth, but you might want to do your own. These are just ours. There's no way on earth that this is going to go Letitia James's way. It's just not. No. So when you strip it all down, if we had a responsible press in New York, they would be saying exactly what I'm saying. This is a political play. This is the Democratic machine an alliance between attorney general and the governor to knock out the governor's opponent. You know, the last couple of months, Bill O'Reilly, right on the money here, of course, it's always the best. The last couple of months, the Mar-a-Lago raid, I think that backfired, backfired. I think that works in Trump's favor now. January 6th, that nonsense. And they may indict him over that. I don't know. But that really backfired. That was nonsense. Now you've got this. Doesn't it seem like all these attempts by the Democrats to hammer Donald Trump are working in his favor? It's hard to say. Um, There comes a point of exhaustion, and we've reached it with Donald Trump and the American public. So uh, after DeSantis did that uh, migrant thing in Martha's Vineyard, his notoriety and his poll numbers jumped way up. In fact, he passed Donald Trump in Republican favorability in Florida. 
So it's not so much that um, Trump is doing anything. He's not. He's just basically playing golf. But the American people are, and in, in the Republican Party and in the independent precincts are saying, now, maybe it would be better to get somebody else in here because we're exhausted. It's never going to end. It just wears you down. It's right. like your kid who wants the ice cream, but you don't want to get him the ice cream because he's already had four snow cones, <laughs> and the kid won't stop. Oh, I want the ice cream! Ah. Just to shut the kid up. Yep. You yep. jam the cone in yep. his face. Well, that's a, that's a great analogy, but what do you think? You know, again, do you think that the Republicans may be better off with a guy like DeSantis who shares the same exact policies as Donald Trump with all that extra baggage and, like you talked about, the Trump exhaustion factor? I don't do party analysis. I don't care about either party. I'm a registered independent. My job's to watch all the powerful. Um, if you are going to vote on effectiveness, you go with the guy who's been effective. Right. If you want a home run hitter, you sign Aaron Judge. He's hit 60. <laughs> All right? You don't say, I got a big guy in the minors who might hit 60. That would be DeSantis. So if, if you're a voter who says, look, Trump did X, Y, and Z in his four years in the White House, and so I would like that to come back, low inflation, fairly secure border at the end. So uh, I'll take a, a chance on a new guy. Um, I'd like the old guy back. There's going to be a lot of that. Um, but it is really, really too early to tell now. My question, I have a question that has never been answered, and I, I can't get an answer to it. What on earth, why would Donald Trump want to take all of these documents to Mar-a-Lago? For what reason? I don't know, but I do know that Barack Obama, for example, Bill, and if I'm wrong, you'll correct me, he took a lot more, uh, many more boxes, many more documents. Yeah, but that was for a book he wrote. Is that and right? He and, and he and his wife got a record amount of money to sign a book contract. Well, That's you, so why you're you're telling that. me all, all the, the boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff that Obama took home was all for a book? Yeah. Wow. Primarily so. So it doesn't make sense for any president to remove classified documents from the White House and send Wait them somewhere. Wait a second, but, but you're intimating then right now, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, you're, you're Bill O'Reilly, you're the legend, but you're intimating that maybe there was some misconduct. No, I'm not saying that at all. I don't know the motive. There's always a motive, particularly with Donald Trump. Donald Trump doesn't do anything without a transaction behind it. But that has not been expressed by anybody. I don't know why he did this. If you want to have a record of what you did in the White House, that's easily compiled. You don't have to take the original document. Hmm. You don't. You can just copy it, put it on your phone, put it in your computer bank, whatever it is. You don't take it. Do we know, though, he, do we know even today, though, from Merrick Garland or somebody else, what they really thought was in those boxes? No. And, right, we we don't know don't. anything. <laughs> That's why this story is so frustrating, because there isn't any logic to it. There's no logic to it. If what Trump says is true, that his people were negotiating in good faith to give the archives what the archives was requesting, there was no need for an FBI raid. Right. Now, Republicans and conservatives and traditionalists believe that the FBI was working in concert with the Democratic Party to destroy Trump. That's what they believe. 
And that could be true based on the FBI's record. But again, we're living in a country now where none of this is defined. We don't know. So, I, you know, I know Trump pretty well. I, I talked to his lawyers and this and that. Nobody can answer the question. There were classified documents taken from the White House to Mar-a-Lago. Why? Yeah. Well, and then do you believe that he declassified them because that seems to be theories? Nobody knows. I don't know. Who knows? (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, Trump says he didn't do anything wrong. I don't think he did anything wrong, but that's just an opinion. All right. I mean, because it doesn't stack up with what his whole modus operandi is. Right. Was he trying to sneak documents out of there knowing that he could be charged with a felony? Does that make any sense to anybody? No. But all of this really is not that important when you consider a bill. Who cares about documents? Who cares about Donald Trump? Who cares about Mar-a-Lago? When we are facing the very real threat, and it could be any day now, of being blown to smithereens by Vladimir Putin. Are you taking that seriously? Well, I don't know what a smithereen is. <laughs> so uh, if okay. I knew, I might be afraid. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look, Putin's desperate. Desperate people say desperate things. And they do desperate things. Yeah. So there's a one in 50 chance that Putin would do something like that. But if he does, that's suicide for Putin. All right. So he's killing himself. So what I told uh, my viewer and listenership on uh, the No Spend News last night, which runs as Common Sense on WABC at 9 p.m., is the United States has good intel in, inside Russia. And I know that because I wrote Killing the Killers. I know what our intelligence capacity is all over the world. I'm one of the few human beings in a country who know that. Right. So we have a lot of good intel coming out of Russia. If Putin were ever to make a move to start to prepare a nuclear weapon for use, we would know that well in advance. It's not like he's going to wake up in the morning, grab the phone and go, hey, (laughs) nuke key. No, that's not the way it works. You've got to do a whole bunch of stuff to get that in in an active capacity. Right. So I'm not so worried about this at this point. I know a lot of people are, and then you turn on the cable TV. Well, what if he does it? What? We'll all be mutants. Did you see that movie where the mutants <laughs> came and then zombies ate everybody? You know, I, can you please give me a break? <laughs> Just give be rational for 10 seconds. No, I'm with you. I, I think the whole thing is silly. I don't think he's going to nuke everybody like you said. That's suicide. But, but... He is losing this war. Yes, he is. And he's now doing things that Russia did that we saw back in World War I and World War II. And the good news is, is Bill, I watched Joe Biden at the U.N. yesterday, and he soothed all my concerns. I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I mean, what is that? What kind of leader Bill O'Reilly is that? What is that? Just one example. So everybody listening to us all over the world can put it into perspective. So he goes up there and he says some good things, that the United States is not going to let Iran get a nuclear weapon. Good thing. That he's not going to back down from Putin. Good thing. Then he gets into the climate crisis. See, it's not climate change anymore. It's It's a climate crisis. Pakistan is underwater. Did you know that? I did not know. (laughs) 
It's underwater. Everyone in Pakistan has been issued a snorkel. They're underwater. Then he says the United States is going to pay, uh, spend 362, not 360, $362 billion to fight climate change. Okay, this is another 362 going out from our Treasury with a $31 trillion debt. Okay. And then he's up there all noble. Okay. Oh, yes, we are going to take the lead. We're going to fight the climate crisis. He doesn't mention that China, India, and Russia are not going to cooperate at all on any climate change stuff. So all the money we are spending means nothing. <laughs> wow. When those three countries, and India is sitting right in front of him. Right in front of him. Doesn't say a word. It's like, oh, the West is going to fight climate change. Well, what about those countries? <laughs> They're not going to do it. They're building coal plants. Do you not get this? He doesn't want to get it. He wants to be a virtue signaler, kind of like Bobby V that you had on. Yeah, he yeah. looks to be a virtue signaler. Bobby V did a good job at the Mets, by the way. Yes, he did. He did. We got the NLCS. We got to the World Series. He flamed out. He went nuts, kind of like Nero. But uh, he, uh, he's a nice guy. Uh, Biden, I don't know. Anyway, listen, if I get to see you twice next week, Tuesday when the book comes out, and Thursday, that, that means that I'll get – Two great days of ratings, so I want to do that, of course. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll, we'll book that, and I want to do our first interview on WABC, which is our flagship station now um, for uh, Common Sense at 9 o'clock. And then we do, of course, a 15-minute update before Curtis at noon. So we will slot that in, and I hope everybody uh, considers Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity. They will buy it. It is a great book, Killing the Legends. Maybe the best. Uh, maybe the best of the whole Killing series, and they're all amazing books. And when I say Bill O'Reilly, you're the best of all time, I mean it, every word of it. Thank you so much for another great appearance. We'll talk again in a couple of days, buddy. Thank you. All right, Sid. Thank you. You're Bye. the man, the great Bill O'Reilly right there. Get that book. Get it. Killing the Legends. From the legend himself, Bill O'Reilly. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.